Siddur Snippets is sponsored in the Schuss of Rafua Shlema for Adobas Alta Chaya. We gave an introduction to Baruch Sha'amar. We spoke about its authorship, its history, its significance as the golden beginning. The fact that we stand for Baruch Sha'amar, men who are wearing tzitzis or a talus kiss, the tzitzis, the front two tzitzis, all reflect its significance, perhaps divinely authored, as we have a tradition that it floated down on a scroll and was given to the Anshei Knesset Agadola. As we said, the tour told us that the Baruch Shamar should be sung, Benigan u Ima. It should be sung in a tune and with pleasantness, Kiushir Nav and Nechmat. It's such a beautiful and pleasant way to begin our Psuke de Zimra. So let's take a look at the words. Baruch Shamar Vayolam. The word Baruch appears over and over in this, uh, in this paragraph. The word Baruch means blessed. What does the word blessed mean? It could mean brecha, the Rajbah has a Lashon, that the word Baruch means brecha. God is a reservoir of blessing. The word Baruch means brecha like a flow. All blessing that we enjoy in the world, Hashem is the Makor HaBrach, He's the source of all that blessing. So when we say the word Baruch right now, we're not offering a blessing to God, we're saying we are blessed about God. Baruch, we are so blessed because of Kaddish Baruch, because the Almighty has these incredible attributes. The attribute number one is Shamar Ha'olam. The God spoke and the world came into being. As we said last time, human beings first have a rutzon. We have a will. And only after we contemplate our will and come up with a course of action do we put it into play and bring about a result. Hashem has a rutzon, the action, the result, they're all simultaneous. They happen at the same moment. Shamar, he said something. He didn't have to think, then say, then do. It all happens simultaneously. Hashem's creation is categorically different than anything else that we create. He created the world, yesh me'ayin. He created the world something from nothing. It took Hashem no effort, no toil. Everything simply came into being because He willed it. And so we begin our day, we begin, Pesuket de Zimra, the greatest praise we can say, Baruch, we are blessed because we have a relationship with the one who is She'amar Ulam. He spoke and the whole world came into being. You know, they say that God was once approached by a scientist who said, listen, God, I could challenge you. We can clone people. We transplant organs. We do all kinds of things. We've gone to the moon. You're not so great. I can compete. So God said, you don't need me. Let's put your theory to the test. Let's have a competition. I made a human being. Let's see if you could make a human being. Whose human being would be better? So scientist says, no problem. We do so much. We can do that. So God declares they'll do it like in the good old days when he first created Adam. Fine, says the scientist, no problem. So the scientist bends down and begins to scoop up a handful of dirt. Whoa, says God, not so fast. You got to get your own dirt, make your own dirt. To be able to create yesh me'ayin, ex nihilo, something from nothing, we create. We go to the, the department, the uh, hardware store, we go to the supermarket, we get ingredients and we mix it to create. Nowhere more do we imitate Hashem than the act of creating life. When ingredients are mixed to produce a human being, a body in which a Kaddish Baruch Hu puts a neshama. But even that, all of our creation, even our most pinnacle act of creation, all starts where the ingredients were given to us. We can't create something from nothing. We can't create new ingredients that never ever existed before. We innovate and we create when we mix existing ingredients to come up with a new combination. But the ingredients themselves are only from Hashem. That's the level of praise we're beginning with. Baruch, we are so blessed because we have a relationship with the one who is She'amar Olam. All he had to do was think, speak, act. It all happened simultaneously. No effort, no toil. And everything came to being as one. The Gemara tells us in Tainus, 
on Daf Chafei, the story of Rechanina Mendoza, whose daughter accidentally lit the Shabbos candles with vinegar instead of oil. She didn't realize her mistake until after Shabbos had begun, and she was terribly distressed about it. So Rechanina Mendoza told his daughter, don't worry, don't be afraid. Just as Hashem makes oil burn, He can make vinegar burn. And in fact, a miracle occurred in his merit, and the candles, even though they were fueled by vinegar, not oil, they burned throughout all of Shabbos. So much so when Shabbos ended, they used that very same flame to light or for Havdalah. Rav Hutner, and as Rashimus points out, that the Gemara uses the language that Rabbi Chanini Medosa comforts his daughter by saying, Misha Amar L'Shem and V'Yidlok, Hu Yomar L'Chomet V'Yidlok. The one who spoke to oil and said it should light is the one who spoke to vinegar and said it should light. You ask Rav Hutner, why does the Gemara formulate it in that way? Misha Amar, the one who spoke to oil. Just say, Kodesh Baruch Hu designed oil to light, so he designed he can make vinegar miraculously light too. Why the introduction in that formulation of Misha Amar? And Rav Hutner has a beautiful insight. He says Misha Amar is a reference to creation, to Bereshis, and that we recognize that God didn't create once and set the world in motion. Creation is ongoing. It's being renewed constantly and consistently. He continues to inform and inspire creation in an ongoing way. So true, originally he created that oil is what lights. That's how he designed the world. But since he continues to create and recreate every moment and all the time, the one who first designed oil to light can now make vinegar light. He's not changing creation simply on the next go-around, which happens every moment of creation. He's redesigning or redesignating creation to be different. Says her footnote, that's what it means, Baruch She'amar Olam. Not just once in the past, but just like Misha'amar L'Shem and V'Yidlok, the one who spoke and told oil how to like, and now in the next moment, in the next millisecond, when he speaks to vinegar, he can tell it to light. So Baruch She'amar, we are so blessed to have a relationship with Hashem, who is creating and recreating the world over and over anew, and a new on and on. That Baruch Shema the second Baruch, we're also blessed, who? The second Baruch is the Baruch of who? That we have a relationship with Him. What does who add to Sha'amar Vahaya Olam? If you look at the rest of the list, Osa Bereshis, Omer Vaosa, they're all descriptions of things Hashem does. What is the word who? That blessed is He. What does that add? Blessed means we have a relationship. So now we're just ambiguously describing Him generically as who? That we're blessed to have Him? Sefer Siach Yitzchak points us to an insight of the Rashba. The Rashba says, you know, when we go back and forth between the way we describe Hashem, a casual close relationship to first, second, third person, we constantly shift in how we describe Hashem. The Rashba explains that Siach Yitzchak quotes it here on Baruch Hu, that we get to know Hashem through His creation. When we contemplate His universe, when we study His science, when we see the magnificence, the intricacy, the detail of His world, we get to know His creation. So that's a metaphor of knowing God. But knowing Him, we can't know Him. He's categorically different. We're finite, He's infinite, He's omnipotent, He's all-knowing, He's all-powerful, and we are so limited. We can't know Him. So we know Him through Sha'amar Vayahulam. Sha'amar, how do we know Him? Vayahulam, when we study His world, we get a little glimpse, a little insight into the Sha'amar, what He said, His Ratzon, that He wanted the world to look like this. But don't think that you know the totality of Hashem because you know biology, chemistry, physics, because you've seen the Grand Canyon, the sunrise, the sunset, or the Alps. When you've seen the Ha'olam, it's a glimpse into Him. But Baruch Hu, that's not the entire Him. The Hu, Hashem, is someone so much greater, so categorically different than us, that in fact we're incapable of knowing Him entirely. We'll pick up with Baruch Oseh Bereshis next time.